0: Welcome to another episode of OBP, the on-base podcast presented by 641 Media. I'm your host, George Grothier. I'm here with 641 Media analyst Max Toscano and guest analyst Aaron watson Share How are
1: you guys doing tonight? I'm shelling out. I'm ready to talk baseball.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to the
1: season.
0: Great. Good to have you guys here. So, over the last couple of weeks, we've seen a bunch of top free agents come off the board. We got... Eric Hosmer signing in San Diego, JD Martinez going to Boston, you Darvish to the Cubs. What do you guys think of some of these deals?
2: I mean, I think the Eric Hosmer deal is a little bit much, especially considering Logan Morrison has not been signed yet. Um, I mean, some of the deals make sense. I think the Darvish deal makes sense. It could go pretty wrong considering he's had injury issues. But I mean, I I was really shocked to see the, the Eric Eric Hosmer getting eight years.
1: Oh yeah, uh, the long, the length of that deal surprised me, but I think per year it's a good, good money money wise. Uh, I think he's a good player, but still not an elite first baseman. Never will be. He can't. He doesn't hit for enough power. Uh, Padres will be a solid player. Hopefully, Will Myers can still stick in the outfield.
2: You know, we just have to wait and see. I mean, he's, right. Right now, Logan Morrison is getting. He's you know has a has no contract. So I don't think he's eight years and I don't think Hosmer is eight years and $114 million worth more. Than... 144. It's 44? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't think he's eight years and $144 million better than Logan Morrison. So, again, this free agency market doesn't make any sense. No.
0: Logan Morrison is going to come off the scrap heap at the end of March for one year and $5 million when he put up so much better statistics than that is yeah. worth he's,
1: he's, last year. This camp's going to be really upset. No matter what, at this point, you just have to hold this L.
0: I mean, he took that deal with the Rays last year after coming off a down year with Seattle to rebuild his value for free agency this year. And that's gotten him no job as we look at the last week of February.
2: You know, Lucas Duda still hasn't been signed out yet. I mean, as much as I love Lucas Duda because he's good, um, because the Mets no, continue? No, he's good. He's good. Continue. Uh, Logan Morrison is on an entirely another level. Traditional wisdom would say, okay, he had a great year this past year, built up his value for free agency, and he would cash in. But this free agency market—I mean, I feel like I've said this a million times. I feel like everybody said this a million times. It doesn't really make any sense. So Logan Morrison getting, you know, a scrap heap kind of deal is—I is, I, think—is, you know, like you said, going to upset his camp, and I think it's going to sort of shock his camp because it doesn't really make any sense.
0: Yeah, um, Morrison certainly deserved better this offseason, especially when, you know, Eric Hosmer was the only first baseman of quality that I would have signed before him. And naturally, that that is how the offseason is shaken out, of course. But I still think Morrison should have gotten a deal earlier. Now, one guy, we've been talking about him for a while. He was in a stalemate with the Boston Red Sox for – what seemed like an eternity. J.D. Martinez um, on Monday night signed a five-year, $110 million deal with the Red Sox, has an opt-out after the second year, front-loaded contract. What do you guys think of this deal, and does it make the Red Sox... I think both teams like it. Do you think the Red Sox are back on the same level as the New York Yankees?
1: Well, They're not there. Uh, they're pending on matchup. Unless Tyler Thornburg can be good Tyler Thornburg uh, or David Price moves to that bullpen. We'll see. Um, but I think it was a good deal for both sides. Uh, I mean, more so the Red Sox because, you know, he's definitely going to bail out in two years. They're going to get the, the time they want from him. It's a good average per year, mentioning it's only $22 million for a top 25 hitter. Uh, dude's going to rake. He's probably going to hit 45 home runs again more. Fenway's a dinger park. We'll see.
2: I mean, obviously he's a great player. Um, He's not going to put the Red Sox on the same level as the Yankees. I mean, Judge Stanton and uh, Gary Sanchez is hard to compete with baseball-wide. But, yeah, it gives them a little bit of extra pop. But, I mean, considering the fact that they signed at Bordo Nunez first, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. I mean, they kind of have a backlog now. You have Pedroia coming back, and you know you don't really have anywhere to stick to stick Martinez. So yeah. You're basically paying Nunez to sit on the bench.
0: You bring in Nunez on a two-year, eight million dollar deal. Um, you haven't played second base for the first month. Pedroia comes back. Where do you stick Nunez? Maybe third base. Rafael Devers. Does he go to the DH spot? Where does Martinez go to the outfield? JBJ Benintendi and Mookie Betts. First base situation with the DH, same thing. Hanley Ramirez and Mitch Moreland. The Red Sox. It's a good problem to have, with you know injuries oh, being Mitch a Moreland, concern. No.
1: How is how is he getting more money in a job over Logan Morrison? Yeah, big fe- big question right there. Hashtag Lomo
2: deserved better.
0: Get that trending on Twitter, everybody. Hashtag Lomo deserved better.
2: I mean, look, he has an Three invitation. He has, a, he has an official invitation to come play for us. So he's yeah, offered. We got no work for him.
1: <laughs> All right. So you we've talked. Lightning. We've talked
0: Morrison Hosmer. We've talked JD Martinez. Pitching market. Uh, the Rays made that trade the other day. With Jake Odorizzi going to the Twins for, like, what was his name? He wasn't even a top 20 Twins prospect. He was just shortstop. And Abel. Well, the Twins aren't going to trade their top shortstop prospect. Uh, Royce Lewis. Royce Lewis.
1: Cohen, um, obviously. They wouldn't so even trade him for Chris Archer.
0: The Rays, know. you know, it's hard to see what exactly they're doing
1: because no no we know what they're doing they're bailing out they're cowards i don't care i understand they're a broke team and the mlb enables teams to be able to just trade off or like i mean no salary cap makes it or decreases competition quality but come on really every year you guys do this every year the raise always sell out and it's frustrating because the Pirates, the Marlins, their teams that do it too. At least the Royals and Indians are trying to contend. At least the A's have tried to contend. But, like, the Rays, raised every year. Like, I don't – it must be tough being a Rays fan because we know every good player they've ever had gets traded. Evan Gorilla was the heart and soul of that team. Bam, he's gone. You want to have uh, David Price, one of the, their best pitcher maybe ever. Dang, he's gone too. James Shields, dang, he's gone. Every single guy they've ever had that was good – Oh, yeah, their arbitration's down. pretty much up. Once he hits R3, we're going to go send him packing for a bunch of prospects. And then when they get good, we're going to send them off again. Will Myers, same thing. You know, I, I just think that team, they need new ownership. Uh, the status quo won't change otherwise. They'll never be good. Uh, I want them to. I, I want the race to be good. I I'm, I'm just going to be completely honest. I would like to see the Rays win. That, East.
0: that would be a feel-good story.
1: Yeah, um, but for sure. Come on, it has to do you guys—you guys gotta, you guys gotta want to win.
2: I get that. I the idea of rebuilding has become more and more acceptable in sports. I mean, it's become more mainstream accepted. I mean, a lot. There, there was a time when people used to lose their minds whenever a good player was traded. Now it's it's, it's largely understood as part of it's the process. Part of the game, yeah. But the Rays, I mean, the Rays ownership seems to. To think that you know while some people romanticize the idea of a rebuild like yeah let's do it we're going for a rebuild i mean it
0: worked with the cubs it worked with the Astros. yeah but they
2: seem to love to rebuild and just just for the sake of rebuilding i mean they, yeah. they keep selling so
0: coming back to the question <laughs> um jake Oterizzi went to the twins in that trade the twins were thought to be you know in on darvish from the beginning they missed out on him they've been considered a landing spot for Arietta, Cobb, and Lynn. Um, now it seems like they've filled that hole in their rotation. Where do those three guys go? We talked about them. Uh, I know in the first episode of OVP, Max, you and I talked about them a lot. So Arietta talking to the Brewers, talking to the Phillies, Cobb and Lynn waiting mm-hmm. on Arietta to sign,
2: it seems like. I mean, Arietta, I still think is going to go to the Brewers. I've thought that for most of free agency, I mean, the Phillies people are talking about now, I really would not like to see that. That would make things a lot more difficult. On the right deal, I'd be jumping. That'd be a great deal. But the Brewers make more sense. I think he's going to go to the Brewers. Um, I mean, They've yeah. pitching, and it, they've been linked before, so... It, it it seems like the i'm the obvious choice. I'm shocked it hasn't happened yet. I mean, I'm surprised it didn't happen months ago. But yeah, I think he's gonna end up with the Brewers. I mean, it it has been the same thing though for a couple months now. Like Jake, where's Jake Arrieta gonna go? Where's Jake Arrieta? And it's gotten gotten to the point where we're just kind of like sign somewhere and get it over with. I mean, spring training has started. Yeah,
0: with spring training games, you know. Teams playing against you know local colleges or whatever. Um it's it's starting and these guys don't have jobs. You know, you want Jake Arrietta to be pitching for your team, you want Lance Lynn to be pitching for your team, you want Alex Cobb yeah. to be in your rotation. But these guys don't have jobs yet. And the fact that they're holding out for a deal that they're not gonna get makes me think that, you know, Honestly, it's Honestly, the qualifying not offer
1: that sounds pretty intriguing now, if you think about it. I think the qualifying offer is a great thing baseball added. Uh, I mean, most guys don't take it reasonably so. I think this offseason is going to make a lot of players rethink and really think about their options that are in their contracts. Uh,
0: you heard it here first. Bryce Harper is going to take the qualifying offer next year. So
1: Solo Machado, that's right. So will Kershaw. <laughs> all right, let me stop. He's, he's going to skip his option that the team already has in his contract, and he's going to take the qualifying offer. No, all right, all right, let's get back to business. I think Ari Edison go to the Phillies. Um, I understand the Brewers are a good fit because they only have an injured Jimmy Nelson, an overrated Zach Davies, an overrated Chase sure. Anderson, uh, Junior Guerra. Guys, Junior Guerra. Uh, but I think... I mean, if they move Josh Hader to that rotation, Josh Hader, hes tough. I like Josh Hader, but um, I just see them—I don't know. I just don't think they're going to be able to compete financially. I understand that they're the better team right now. He's going to have to pitch in them. I mean, Citizens Bank Park's a hitter's park, but Miller Park's a super hitter's park. It's probably it might be top five in the MLB. I don't think is going to like that in the end. If he's trying to preserve, if he's trying to create future value for himself. I think the Phillies are a good place for him to do it. He's already a f- friend of Matt Contack Andy Annie McPhail in ownership. So I-, I like a deal around 4 years, probably averaging around 25 and then probably a 2 or 3 year opt out.
0: Yeah, I could definitely see Arietta getting a deal similar to
1: or I Jay- could see maybe a 1 year out. Like my theory, like my theory that teams are really just waiting on next offseason. Cuz everyone thinks everyone and their mom thinks they're getting Machado. So uh like I could see him doing a 1 year opt out maybe like a 1 year like a 4 year 100 million dollar deal you front load as much cash as possible in the first year but then you've got the then you've got
0: guys like Clayton Kershaw and David Price entering the market next year and Arietta's going right. to find himself in the exact same spot I disagree
1: cuz I think Arietta's better than Price and I think he's better than I like Patrick Corbin next year in free agency too uh I just think, besides Kershaw, Kershaw's not going anywhere. Let's just keep it honest. Um, I think that he'd still be the best pitcher. I mean, I don't have all the names on my head. Uh, but I really think that Arietta would find better value next year. Than I think that a, a one-year opt-out might actually be the best play for him. Because he'll still have some of his... I mean, he's not young at all. But three years from now,
2: he's not getting the biggest deal of his life. Maybe next year he could. We just have to see. I mean, I still, I still think... Yeah. And I don't know if I'm the only one who's thinking about this. Teams might be, too. Jake Arrieta might have peaked in 2015. I mean, oh, he's definitely peaked. He's, I mean, we know he peaked. Like, I, mean, been, I mean, he may—I don't mean, like, technically peaked. I mean, he may be headed for a steep decline. I mean, I. he sucked before. He was great in 2015, and he's been getting progressively worse. I mean, he's still good. But, I mean, like anything more than three years, I think, is a risk. Uh, I think a one year opt out makes a ton of sense, but after that for next year, I wouldn't sign him to anything more than two years. So, because you don't, you just don't want to get stuck with a bad contract. So, I think teams are thinking about that, um, which would explain why he hasn't gotten a deal yet, or he's holding out for too much, or it's a little bit of both. It's, it's like-
0: well, I think one thing that
2: could be preventing some of these guys from getting deals
0: is that, you know, the trade market is also huge. With all of these guys headed for free agency next year, teams are looking to cash in on their value while it's still at its highest. If you wait until the deadline in July or even at the end of August like the Tigers did with Upton and Verlander I think last that year.
1: winter and July are the most valuable times for trade players. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Um, if you've got a player who you think is going to leave your team next offseason and you don't think you can compete in, 20, in 2018, you're going to look to trade them. And that's why... You know, you see some of these guys being traded, some of these guys not getting jobs. And speaking of the trade market, uh, it crossed the wire a little while ago. The Diamondbacks, Yankees, and Rays matched up on a three-team deal. Steven Souza Jr. is going to Arizona.
2: Sell.
1: Sell. Now, they had to replace... uh, They tried to replace him with Jared Dyson. They gotta be playing. That's a joke. Uh, Keep going. And... Brandon Drury is like headed to the Drury. Yankees. He's a, yeah, he's a utility. utility. He's a true utility. I think Chris Owens is better though. If they would have got Chris Owens I would have probably lost my mind. Or David Peralta. I think I. I, I well, think, David Peralta well, he, would have
0: no spot in that Yankees
1: crowded outfield. I mean, I think he's a better hitter than Brett Gardner, but that's my opinion. Well, so uh, is Stanton, and so is Judge. I mean, yeah, so already, is Hicks on some days. Oh in right, Aaron Hicks. Dang, that that team. All right, they, they got outfield. Oh, they got a field. All right. I'm right, right, going to win 110 games. Wait, who are the prospects traded in that? I, the um, the Yankees Solak?
0: sent Nick Solak to Tampa. He was their top second-base prospect, if you don't count Glaber Torres. And uh, right, Taylor much. Widener was the Yankees' number 14 prospect. He's a right-handed pitcher. Um,
1: Went to the Diamondbacks. All right, I think that... The, all right, we know the Yankees' 14s like the Diamondbacks' six. Uh, They also traded Anthony Banda, who uh, was... I mean, he's probably just a lefty reliever. Uh, I mean, everyone knows you can't, you need a lefty reliever. It's are hard to come by. So I think the Rays got some value there. If Nick Soak's any good, I mean, he hit almost 300 between the high A and double A last year. He looks like he can swipe some bags. Uh, I, I don't know much about him, but I mean, the Rays never win trades. Uh, but here, I guess they got somebody maybe to hope on. I think it. We all know they still have like Willie Adams and Brent Honeywell. They'll be good for five years and I'm not going be traded. We'll
2: see. At this point, I'm not, I'm surprised Chris Archer hasn't been traded. I mean... <laughs> yeah. Trade Kevin Kiermaier. Just trade him. Just trade, trade Chris him. Archer.
1: Just Honestly, him. they might as well just build, do the White Sox and just build
2: a godly uh, farm system. I mean, at this point, they might as well because... Like their team is a nightmare. It's going to be a nightmare next year. Like, they're they're destined for last place by a lot. They. I will see you and raise you the Baltimore Orioles. Oh, that's right. I forgot about them. Oh, my God. The bottom of the AL East is miserable.
0: And then you've got the Blue Jays, who could either compete for 90 wins if everything goes right, but they could also lose is 90 Tulewitsky games. Is still their shortstop? Yeah. <laughs> if he's healthy. You know they've got uh, they've, they've got will
2: for
1: twenty
0: games be their shortstop. They brought in Aledmas Diaz from the Cardinals. They brought in Yan Herbis Solarte from the Padres. They've I, got like short... Sol-
1: I love Solarte. They've I got shortstop. I love not they how much I love Solarte. He's one of my favorite players. That's like an underrated, like,
2: overlooked guy. So he's your Mike Clevenger. Uh, he. I, Mike Clevenger's is my Mike Clevenger. Let's get it straight. I am <laughs> the biggest Mike Clevenger fan in the world. Um. got like that lettuce. If I could have any any. I mean, this, I don't like him for his hair. I mean, I'm a Mets fan. As of last year, he'd have, like, the fourth-best hair in our rotation behind Syndergaard, DeGrom, Gesellman. Well, then he would be... Honestly, behind those if right, I were to that order, teams, I'm thinking about this. Why aren't teams, like,
1: you know, we're talking about trading for Chris Archer, signing Cobb, all these guys. Why are I mean, we somebody should be calling one of the biggest sellers in MLB, in the MLB, the A's. Why is nobody... The Brewers, I, I think they could trade... Like not even that, a top seven prospect for Gerald Cotton, Kendall Graveman, or I mean, not Shamanet, he's worth more. But uh Kendall Graveman or Gerald Cotton's I easily worth that them. is
0: a perfect matchup on a trade. I think he's, the the he's graveyard the graveyard
1: dog, the graveyard dog doesn't get many strikeouts. But the graveyard dog, he's he's consistent, man. That guy gets six innings every game. We know that they have Hayter who pitches three innings, and then they have Neville as well, one of the best closers now, I guess. I, I like that for them. Gerald Cotton or
0: if anybody in the front office of the Oakland A's and Milwaukee Brewers are listening to this podcast. Check that out.
1: Aaron Watson shared with the news. Big facts.
0: You've got a great potential deal. Take one of the Brewers' young outfielders, Domingo Santana or Keon Broxton, Domingo's, for one of your starting pitchers. The oh, A's dude, are not that's going a to compete. I think, the Brewers think... have too many outfielders. It works Perfectly.
1: Or, I don't know. I think, I think Santana might... Yeah, he's probably worth more than one of those individually. Uh, I, then, take, then take one How of the prospects Manea, that you got
0: in the trade for Sonny Gray. Or in the trade for Dulon uh, and um,
1: Did they get Floreal in that? No, they didn't.
0: Um, no, Floreal untouchable by Cashman.
1: Uh, let me think. I'm just going to look at the uh, A's prospects. I'm a little familiar with their farm. Obviously, they won't get A.J. Pucker like Jorge Mateo.
0: Uh, I don't know. We thought like, Mateo, we trade, thought Mateo was a good Why not more trade abilities. like
1: Grant Holmes or uh, give away like James Kaplan? Like give away, show the Brewers that you're interested in giving up some pitching. Like give away Kendall Graven and then like one year in year ready guys like James Caperlin then get back Domingo Santana, or you could trade Minea for him straight up. Yes, I, that, that that's a perfect. That's I, I think mean that's I, you, you, think, you, were,
2: you were talking about value just like and, and then digging into the prospects. And I was like, why not just go Santana for Manea straight up? I mean that would make sense. I honestly think that's a good matchup, because
1: what they they got Manea from trading Benzoberis right? And I believe so. Yeah. They sold Smart. that some art. No, they bought some art. Oh, they're idiots. <laughs> Whatever. shark sure. That was a bad trade. I remember when they traded Addison Russell. I was like, that was a mistake. Even though Addison Russell's overrated, but they need talent. Because I mean. The A's are kind of like the Rays. They're kind of like the Royals. Kind of like the Marlins and Pirates. At least the Royals got a championship.
2: Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. The, the Royals built for
1: something. I mean, but now, now they, have nothing. they have yeah, nothing. Yeah, but they now. won something. Now they have nothing.
0: They have Alex Gordon on the worst contract in baseball history. I
2: hate it's Alex Gordon. I, I, I hate Alex Gordon more than any baseball player in baseball. Why? Because <laughs> Game of the World Series, Mets had it. It was one. Alex Gordon... It's the only home run of the postseason off Jerry's Familia to deep center because he tried to quick pitch him and he hung a slider. My friends are really had the Royals one. Yeah, then, uh,
0: then Familia comes back the next year and gives up a three run bomb to Connor Gillespie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Honestly, like I'm God. gonna look uh, up. If he
0: there's was there's shook. Been...
2: Yeah. I'm gonna look up if there's been any. any... I was there. It was not. I, I've never heard a place go go so dead silent. It's like, it, it's like they got a call saying like their pet died at all at the same time. I mean, it was brutal. And, like, the traffic, nobody was even beeping. Honestly, why didn't... I'm
1: wondering why more teams... I just want to ask, why why didn't more teams look at Odo Rizzi? I mean, Odo Rizzi got traded for nothing. I mean, I mean, clearly not nothing, but he got traded for, like, little to nothing. And, like, I think that there's a dozen teams that could have given up a better thing for him. Like, I think any organizational top 20 prospect would have been worth him. At this point, looking at that trade, and I'm like, a lot of teams could have done that. He's a solid three. I mean, he's had his ups and downs. I don't like talking trash about Odorizzi, but he's he's an MLB pitcher. That's just a fact. I think that if you're looking for a stability, cheaper contract, uh, the Twins got a steal. I think the Twins, when Michael Pineda doesn't, he's not coming back this year. The Twins are building something good. People don't realize it. I like Max Kepler. I love Byron Buxton. As a baseball player, not a fantasy baseball player. Uh, now
0: we'll get into fantasy in a few minutes. Bryce
1: Lewis, there's so many. That's going to be a good team, dude. And Joe Mauer's trash contract is going to be gone after this year.
0: Well, nobody expected the Twins to make the playoffs in 2017.
1: I think. Oh no, I was I was rooting for them 100. percent
0: 2018. I don't think they're a playoff team the way they're currently constructed. I don't think they have the pitching to replicate their performance from last year. I think there are too many good teams in the American League. You know, Seattle has a great lineup. All right, but The they Angels can't have retooled this offseason. Well, I mean, Cleveland, Jackson, the Yankees, Red Sox, all of these teams. I mean, there's
1: always going to be 20 teams that look like they can do something every year. It's, I mean, that's just baseball. And, what, and none absolutely.
2: of them will be the Rays. No,
1: and no, they're no. They're, they're false hope, guys. They will, They will never deliver. The no. Rays, the Pirates, the Marlins, those teams
2: will never <laughs> deliver. I mean, the Pirates almost delivered a couple times. And then they lost in the wild card. The game. thing about the Marlins is, I a couple of, you if you had asked Three me times. a couple years, They uh, have some talent on that team. Though,
1: I mean, yeah, they just shipped off like a third of their talent for nothing. I mean, what they get? Who's the best guy they got from coaching? They didn't even get Christian Arroyo, and the Giants had one of the like,
0: Arroyo was already Arroyo trash. was already gone. Yeah, he went in
1: the Longoria deal,
0: which was a trash. terrible decision by the San Francisco uh, front of the, office. Game, I'm sorry, are, I love the Giants, but the they could. Not they got Joe see that it was that. time to rebuild. I mean, don't trade away core guys like. Oh, they Crawford.
1: Feliz. They don't Michael-
0: don't trade away guys like Crawford or Posey or Bungarner. Actually, but somebody like Johnny Cueto who opted into his deal. Trade away somebody like Shark. Even I don't you know, listen, listen to of hell, offers. Though. Listen to offers on Actually, somebody I like, like I Melanson. Like
1: Gary for the Pirates. I like Michael Feliz a lot, and I like Colin Moran too. I think that they may have just gotten three MLB regulars in that trade with Joe Musgrove, he'll be a swing reliever. Uh, he might be a starter on that team. But I like Michael Feliz as a starter. I think he's really good. And I think Colin Moran, I mean, he's better than David Freeze. That's just, he's David Freeze. Uh Who'd they get for? Uh, I'm just going to get this McCutcheon trade. They got Kyle C- that's trash. Alright. They have Brian Reynolds and Kyle Kirk. That are right, let's just say Kyle Kirk well he peaked in like what, two thousand thirteen as a prospect. Yeah, uh that was a bad trade. Uh they should have kept they should have just kept McCutcheon out of respect for that organization. Like, you know the fans love him. Put let him play out that contract. Was it, a year or two left? Uh this and, is the last year. Yeah, I'm just saying just play it out. Uh Kyle Kirk's not gonna give you anything. Maybe a six round reliever or six inning reliever. Yeah, I think that was a bad move. But I like some of the Pirates' talent. Uh, do they, do, who do they trade for Felipe Rivera? They trade to the Nationals. That was one of the best moves they've ever made. Uh, oh, he
0: went back in the Melanson deal. I yeah, believe.
1: yeah, dude. F- Felipe Rivera, man. That guy's...
2: He's nasty. throws four pitches. 101 miles an hour with yeah. a deceptive motion.
0: Alright, la- last thing before we switch gears here. I'm going to throw out a name. I'm going to... You all listening can't see this, but I'm going to point at each of them, and we're going to hear where these guys are going to land in the next few weeks. Jake Arietta.
2: I mean, I said Milwaukee for a while. I'm going to stick to it. Milwaukee. Aaron, what do you got? He's going to South Philly.
0: He's going to South Philly. St. We're going to hear Alex Cobb.
1: Ooh. I don't even know. The Void? I have no idea. I have no oh, idea about yeah. Alex Cobb. I'm gonna th- let me think about that for a second. I mean, I can see someone like the Brewers making a play on him. Honestly, I like the Nationals. I like the Nationals. They can I agree. Them. They can afford him.
0: All right. Position players, Mike Moustakis.
2: Moustakos. Okay. I cannot believe he has not been signed yet. I don't know what team needs I don't, him now. There's so many third basemen. This is a good year for third basemen. I don't know who he's been linked to lately, though. I haven't been really paying attention to that. He already could
0: go to the Yankees.
2: He could go what? to the Yankees. Why, why? Why? I don't even know where they Where is he, he, he gonna he's,
0: bat? If he's willing to take a one year deal. He's not gonna take a one year He's gonna he aim he at that follow- short portion, he's gonna hit forty five home runs. Did he, he Hosmer gonna... get
1: the qualifying offer? It was Hosmer, right? Hosmer. That's, That's a mistake. Honestly. Dang. <sighs> <the Yankees. laughs> what team needs a third baseman? Honestly, the MLB will be so stacked right now. Uh
0: the Cardinals could use a third baseman. You know they're set to roll with honestly the Angels,
1: man. The Angels can they fit Mustafas? They got Zach Kozart to play third. Oh, they got, they've got Simmons at Simmons short. Is good. No, I I, yeah, oh, I think. Right? Uh,
0: oh, All right. Um, last name that I throw out here before we move on to talking about fantasy, which I know you guys really wanted to talk about tonight. Logan Morrison. Max, where does he end up?
2: Look, I think he ends up here in New London. I mean, I think he's gonna love it here.
0: Connecticut <laughs> College Club Baseball First Baseman Logan Morrison.
2: He's been in. He's got. He's got I, I, an official offer. Honestly, <laughs> I offered I mean, him forty dollars. I, I, I offered him camel cash. Um, <laughs> so, you know, balls in his court. If he hears this, uh, you might not have another choice. Uh, I don't know. Some somebody who's gonna pick just Honestly, out uh, an offer. The Rockies should cut Mark Reynolds and make Oregon Morrison their guy. That would be that, that 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 would be an easy decision. That's a match made in heaven. Uh, unless
0: you think that Ian Desmond can play first.
1: Uh I'll I'll, like, I'll play first. Ugh. Honestly, I think he could be a solid like coach for Dominic Smith. Yeah. I think that'd be pretty cool. That's I, why the Mets
0: brought in Adrian Gonzalez. Yeah. All right,
1: I forgot about that. Um who else? Uh I mean, first base is a team a position everyone has, low key. You know, man. I think that without oh, Josh Bell, uh, eh, every. All right, I've just concluded just now that everyone and their mom has a first baseman because it's a really easy position to fill. Uh, therefore, Logan Morrison probably is going to go into spring training for like two weeks unsigned. All
0: know. right, you heard it here first. Uh, in a second, we are going to change gears. And we are going to talk fantasy baseball. We're going to talk who you should look out for in middle rounds. We're going to talk fantasy sleepers. Um, We just did a mock draft a little while ago, so we're going to talk to you about that. Uh, All that and more coming up in just a few seconds on OBP 641 Media's On Base podcast. All right, fantasy baseball. Uh, We've talked about some of these players in the first half of this podcast. Who do you guys like? You know, you know who's gonna go in the first two rounds of yeah, any
1: draft. And, yep.
0: Who do you guys like in the middle rounds?
1: Who do I like? I like myself. Talking pitchers. I like Aaronola, I like Jose Quintana. I like Tanaka. I like these guys for some reason. I just want guys who are gonna I want guys who are gonna throw strikes, and I want guys who have some upside. Tanaka, we we've seen him at his worst and we we've seen him at his best and that team's gonna that team's gonna win from. If you're playing in win losses leagues, He's gonna be a great Roto player. He gets in the innings. Jose Quintana, same thing. He's on a very helpful team. He actually gets strikeouts. He's actually one of the guys that people don't realize strikes out batters. I mean, his pitch count's trash because every game he walks like three batters. Um, but I like I like Quintana. I like Noah. Middle rounds. If we're talking, I don't know about hitters. I like I like Cano. He's like a fifth round grade this year. I don't know how. I like Posey, obviously. Posey's one of the safest picks you can make in fantasy.
2: I like Gene Segura. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with those guys for now. I mean, as far as hitters are concerned, I mean, I don't know where Jake Lamb's going in leagues. Around 100. Pick 100. Okay, well, well I think Jake Lamb's great. Um, yeah, I think you're right about Gene Segura. I think he's going to hit for a high average. He's uh. He's going to swipe bags. He's a good player. Um, but for pitchers, there's only... And th- this is He's going to be available in the later rounds, so don't take him in the middle. And I think a guy who is you know, statistically worth a middle-round pick is Mike Clevenger. I think he is the most underrated pitcher in baseball. Do not take him in the middle rounds because nobody else is. Um, are we, What are we classifying as middle yeah, rounds? Like, like, that was my next
1: question. We're
0: talking like... Seven through fifteen.
1: Uh, all right, let's <laughs> go. Luis Castillo, I love him. Uh, no Max, not that Luis Castillo. I'm aware. Luke Weaver.
2: i my mind has erased. Marcus it.
1: Stroman. All right, those are pitchers. Uh, and let's finish with Cody Allen and Kenny Giles, uh, for my pitchers and my hitters. I guess I guess Trevor Story. Um, Gregory Ponko is a Grace Pokes type candidate at like pick 125. I think you lose nothing by getting him. dual Herrera will go underslot. He is one of the safer picks you can make. I like. Who do I take in this mock draft that we did today? I just want to see who my. I mean, answer. a guy, Matt Olson. Matt Olson, Matt Olson, Matt Olson, Matt Olson. I think I a guy that's
2: getting a t- that's getting really undersold, DJ Lemayhew, on the batting yep, title yep. two years ago. Shout out to LSU. All right. Well, keep it mind, they—they they literally
1: benched him for a weekend just so he could preserve the title.
2: Okay, that's Danny a Murphy. weekend. It's it, it, th- okay, maybe, but still, he hit for an extremely I high have, average. That doesn't I love Ian Happ,
1: guys. I love Ian Happ and and Gonzalez. Those are two guys I like to target for my own team because you know they're very versatile. They're very talented. Um, Ian Happ is pretty much unlimited. I think he has top 40 draft potential in two years. I really like Ian Happ. Look to get him on my team. And that's me. Not even though I'm drafting with these guys, I'm just gonna say I like Ian Hab. Uh Finally, I like I like Lance McCullers. I drafted him last year in the middle rounds. He came through for like th- two, three months. That dude, that dude was a boss. And then he got injured, obviously, because he's Lance McCullers. Uh, then he was kind of trash, and I traded him off. But I think that Lance McCullers, he gets K's. He has that nasty curveball everyone knows yeah. about. Um,
2: hopefully, hopefully he's around in like the twelfth round for me. I also think Z- Mike Zanino, If you want to wait on a catcher a little bit, um, he's pretty good. He has power, but he yeah. strikes out a lot. Yeah, but I mean, it, it, we're not talking a super high value pick. We're talking, you know, middle to later rounds. Uh, Chris Taylor. He was up oh, late in the box. he's a true utility, man. I mean, he's. I love that. He's, a, he's a legitimately very good hitter. That's um, how I feel about Miguel Sano, man. That guy could come through. That guy could be trash. Uh, yeah, but I don't think Chris Taylor can be trash. I think he's gonna. I, I think he's. I think he's a fine pick. I think he's. I think he's a little underrated. I think he's gonna be really good. Um, and he's a true utility. You can stick him anywhere. So. I think he's eligible. I mean, I know Marlon Gonzalez is eligible
1: in all five major positions. Uh. I know Ian Happ's in, like, two, like, second outfield. He's got more value at second, obviously. Uh, who are we talking about? Chris Taylor is eligible at second, third. Everywhere in but short, first. In short, yeah, yeah. Yeah, everywhere but first. And I wouldn't even want him at first, base. he has no value there.
0: Yeah, you talk, you know, positional eligibility, and you, you brought up Ian Happ. You look at the Chicago Cubs. A year ago, you saw Kyle Schwarber with catching eligibility. Oh. This year... Anthony Rizzo has second base eligibility. What? You got a good utility type guy in Javi Baez. You got Ben Zobrist. I mean, clearly positional eligibility. What do you guys think for some of these guys that you could take in an unconventional way? All right. I mean, well, Chris well, Bryant. Anthony, all right, Chris Bryant is eligible in the outfield. All right. Well, I mean, yeah. What are I, you gonna do I with mean, that? I don't
1: know how I feel about drafting Chris Bryant for the outfield. Honestly, it's just gonna be based on my team's strengths. Like, I feel like there's a ton of good third basemen, so he probably is more value in the outfield. So say if I had him. Like, yo, I'm going to chef them in the outfield, draft someone like Kyle Sear, Drake Lamb, all those 14 third basemen in that round. Um, I think that Anthony Rizzo at second base is unfair eligibility. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, I think that he literally, I don't know, he he honestly wouldn't be a top 25 pick without that. I mean, he gets walked and gets hit by pitches a lot for some odd reason. Rizzo? Uh, Yeah. Because he crowds the plate. I mean, yeah. But he gets hit a lot. Uh, I like that. I had him a few years ago, 2015. Yeah, I mean, you watch Moneyball, can the guy get on base? And that's right. And Rizzo's uh, one he, of those guys. Is, I mean, he only hits like 270. He's clearly an inferior hitter to Votto and Freeman. Freeman's eligible at third, guys. If you aren't aware of that. That's is huge. It, yeah, that's ridiculous, guys. I'm telling you, these guys, these eligibilities, it changes leagues. That changes leagues. The really will get outfield very soon. Like D. Gordon. I mean, but the thing, thing is, third base is pretty low. I mean, remote. he is more valued second. To me, here's the chain of command. It goes, first base is where you have least value because you know if your first baseman's not hitting, then your team's gonna be worse than it can. Like then it goes third, then it goes probably outfield, then shortstop, then second base. Those are interchangeable. Then obviously the baseman's just catcher. Man, if your catcher you can just if you can just get a base hit, it's like, the kicker of fantasy baseball. Well, more yeah, than right. Well, no, no, the shortstops, the shortstop or second baseman, because you never have. To, you never have a good shortstop and second baseman. You have one or the other most times.
2: I mean,
1: unless you invest a lot. Like,
2: most in the, with kickers, kickers are great, yeah, they good, score or horrific. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, they, they all score a really pretty, pretty the, similar amount of They home. are really, they're like a special teamer.
1: Honestly, <laughs> so the catcher's like a special yeah. teamer. You'll get the NFL Pro Bowlist special teams.
2: They're the, the Ma- catchers <laughs> are the Matthew Slater. If you don't know who that is, Google him. He's always in the Pro Bowl. Yep, no, Patriot, Matthew Slater. He said that, that, so, I mean, you can wait on a catcher. Uh, I believe if you can't hit on
1: Posey, Sanchez, or Contreras. Just, even, even Contreras. Or maybe Real Muto in the middle rounds. I like Real Muto. Uh, he hates that team, but he's not going to get many runs scored or RBIs now. We'll have to see. Uh, if he gets traded, he has instant value. Like If he got traded to a top 15 team in a hitter park, I'm saying he goes up three rounds. He goes up three rounds. I like R- Real moves as a talent to players out. Yeah, also eligible at first, hence no value at first. Uh, you know, we're looking for a catcher who can actually not strike out three times in a game. That's that's also that's awesome, the criteria. Um,
0: now, one guy you mentioned a little earlier uh, when we were doing our mock draft was a big time fantasy sleeper at the
1: catching position
0: Robinson Chirinos with
1: the Rangers. Yep, Rob Chirinos. I like Rob Chirinos. That dude's one. Of, if you, you guys, if you read the article on Bleacher Bar, I suggest you do. It's about like the best contracts, like Moneyball baseball, and he was the number one for the Rangers. And like Cole Hamels was one of the worst, or something. And it's about like best value based on WAR to uh, contract, uh, per, pay per year. Um, Rob Trainos was their best. That dude, that dude can hit some. I mean, he's clearly not. I mean, he's probably gonna bat like eighth. So that's less value because they have Willie Calhoun. Joey
2: Gallo, Adrian Beltre, Elvis Sanders.
0: Joey Gallo, if he's not, you
2: know, coming out with one of the three true He's one players. of the most interesting players in baseball. He's Absolutely. fun to watch, but he's not worth He's I mean, he's not really worth it. He's fun to watch. He has, he more, has more home runs than, ball, he has more home runs than singles. But no, I'm... he's fun to watch because of statistics like that. Like, you just want... Like, if if you're watching a Ranger game, you just... You really Let's just put him in the derby. See...
1: Honestly, I want to see this guy take some cuts in the derby. Put
0: this guy up against Stanton and Judge.
1: And Miguel Sano. I like that. That would be a good AL lineup right there. For... Straight bombs,
2: absolutely. I still think you want assess, but it should be in every single derby, no matter what. I mean, uh, I, I, I like, like to him.
1: see him in an arm competition. Throw him in the stands; he has to hit home plate on one bounce. Throw
2: there be dead I mean, center. I mean, I used to be, throw
0: him in dead center at any ballpark; he can hit the plate on a fly.
2: When I was when I was ten years old, I used I'm to. I'm saying in the stands. When when do I was a start, he can do it. when I was in little league, there used to be a fast pitch competition. I don't know if every little league did this. Um, it that was sounds un- like arm pain. It was unpopular with the parents. It was incredibly fun to watch. I loved it. I never did it because <laughs> can't throw hard. But um, until I was like thirteen, I was a huge fan of the of a fast pitch in baseball in you know the MLB All Star Break. That'd be fun. Um, but the same thing goes for like an for an arm thing. I mean, do do you really want any? But, I mean, I guess you can get hurt swinging at bat, too, so. But, I mean, yeah.
0: All right, you look at some of these guys in a a fantasy draft who might have been hurt last year, might have had a down year. Who can you expect to really bounce back this year in terms of fantasy?
1: Adrian Beltre. He's clearly one of the most reliable hitters. That dude's fun to watch. He was injured all last year. I like him.
0: You know, when he's not dragging batting circles.
1: And getting his head touched.
0: Yeah, yeah but... Well,
1: right
0: I um, like him. One guy that I took in last year's draft um, for one of my leagues was... I, I was set
1: on Nick Castellanos last year and he ended, up being, he ended up working out.
0: I took Greg Bird in the middle rounds last year. He was in the middle of one of the best spring trainings I think any of us have ever seen. Had that fluke inj- injury on that extra bone in his ankle. Was misdiagnosed, missed four months. We all know the story. I think Bird... I'm going to make a really bold prediction uh-huh. here. Greg Bird is going to be the Yankees' best hitter all-around game in 2018.
1: Well, it's not well, if that, if it's that's not true. If that's the case, then they're going to the World Series. Um, I, I'm telling you that's not going to happen. Stanton
0: and Judge are going to strike out too much. I hate I to like say Gary
1: it. I, I like I, I hate, hate to
0: God. say it as a Yankee fan, but Judge and Stanton are going to strike oh, out too much. There
1: are going to be some games where they just get fanned. Like that whole team will just come out, not feeling it. It'll be against like Noah Syndergaard. It'll be like Nick Cavetta yeah. or like Mike other.
2: Clevenger. Mike, Mike Clevenger. All right,
1: we're going to say 20, 20 strikeouts.
2: That's not going to happen. I mean, okay, Mike Clevenger. If he pitches against the Yankees, he's going to strike out more than anybody. I could see, I could see a t- a pitcher
1: who's good at keeping the ball in the in
2: like a strikeout pitcher who's good at keeping the ball in the park, just rocking the Yankees. I mean, and there's a guy in their division by the name of Chris Sale that fits that description quite well. Chris so.
0: Sale, against whom the Yankees went four and one last year. Okay, well that that's and would have gone five and zero oh, had it not been for the Chapman Devers incident.
2: Okay, well one that was awesome to watch. So oh, great. that was lit. I remember that. That was, that awesome. That
1: was awesome. I was like 102, oppo taco. That was pop. Only,
2: wasn't he like the only lefty in like years to hit a home run off Chapman Since 2011, I oh believe. Oh my God, that was so wild. That was my favorite non-Mets, actually my favorite moment of the season because the Mets season was a pit of misery, dilly dilly. Um, but, so yeah, that but, I mean, Greg Bird as their best hitter
0: a couple of years ago, he was called the best pure hitter in the entire organization. When Cashman considered Gary Sanchez, Aaron Judge, he had all of these guys to choose from. Yeah, well, he, he picked Greg Ball. Bird as the best pure hitter in the organization. Reggie Jackson, another guy who's endorsed Bird. If he stays healthy, he will be the Yankees' best hitter in 2018. What and exactly? Fantasy, what fantasy is- wise, he will drop to the 20th, 21st, 22nd round. Because nobody is going to trust him. I mean, as I
2: would look at, I, might take, I might take him as an upside pick if pick. you don't do it first. I might take him as an upside pick. Um, I think he's. I think obviously Greg Bird has potential to be great, but what and exactly what? How would you define best pure hitter? Like how would you quantify that?
0: He's got a swing that's tailor made for Yankee Stadium. No, I Stadium. mean
2: statistically. Like what does that look like?
0: A guy who will hit close to 300 if not at 300. A guy who can beat the shift when necessary, a guy who's going to hit a lot of home runs and a guy who gets on base 40% of the time. I mean, Bird is going to be a great hitter at Yankee Stadium for years to come. 2018 is the first year that that happens.
2: I think I think I mean, this sounds like bias, I don't really think it is. I think if Michael Porter were a Yankee, I still think he would have no, well, the I, exact I like same my, level of upside, if not more. I like Michael Conforto. He's, he's awesome. Michael Conforto would not be the best hitter on that team. Um,
0: no, because Greg would Bird Greg
2: would be Bird. better. Greg Bird is the third. I remember I drafted two forward. years ago. I was
1: like, yo, Conforto's going to break out. That month that he had where he was just on the Oh, Oh, 2016?
2: Trash. Yeah, he was trashed yeah. after that. Well, I mean, they figured him out. But he had a great year last year until he got hurt.
0: Speaking of guys that could have been figured out, Aaron Judge. Now I mean he, he, fantasy. Where do you see him going and why?
2: I mean, he's gonna go early. Uh, he might just be a hype pick for a lot of people. I think he's really good. Uh, I there are a lot of guys I would pick over him because of his, his strikeout totals. Mm-hmm. But he's definitely gonna go early. because so he's, he's late second, or early third. I mean, he That's he's gonna eye go eye in the first eye. round in a lot of leagues because he's Aaron Judge. I disagree. I disagree. I mean, I just I disagree with the move. I just I'm just telling you what I think. If you're doing that
1: mock draft so somebody took a Lindor at 11, and I was like, what are you doing? Like Lindor inside the top 15, I think is a terrible pick. Correa is better. Correa is better. Don't start Correa is better. Um, especially fantasy wise. Correa is not better. I mean, from I like, think
0: Lindor is the best shortstop in baseball right
1: now. For... <sighs> All right, for me to say Lindor has the value, he doesn't hit, like, 320. He needs to hit, like, 320. He's not going to get 30 home runs. He needs to hit, like, 20 home runs, 320. It needs almost as many walks as strikeouts to be worth that. He's not going to do that. And Correa is. That's why I love Joey Votto. Joey Votto's one of my favorite guys ever. Joey Votto
2: should go to the Hall of he he, should be No, he should be a first-ballot Hall of Famer. And if he's not, I'm going to be. He care, will so. be a first-ballot Hall of Famer. He's Joey, that Joey does, Votto is that, the best athlete in Cincinnati history.
1: Wait wait, 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 wait. I didn't think that
2: through. That might not be true. Ken Hold Griffey on. Jr., barely. No, he didn't play there long enough. Joey Votto. I, I grew up watching Ken Griffey Jr. and Adam Dunn on that team. Okay. That was, Adam that was Dunn, madness. Adam Dunn, is, Adam Dunn is the original the Joey Geller. The king Gellin. of the home run strikeout dichotomy. <laughs> Adam Dunn. Joey, Joey, Joey. Or Joey Gallo is coming, you know, riding in on a little horse from somewhere else to take his. And car. Adam Dunn stands atop the mountain. Why is he on a mountain? Why wouldn't he be behind his castle walls? I mean, this is kind of the nerd of me talking, but like, he's kind of asking for it at this point.
0: It's very fair. All right, last thing before we wrap things up um, here on the OBP On Base podcast presented by 641 Media. If you had a pick late in the first round, who would you take? Assuming, you know, every league that I plays by standard rules is going to have Mike Trout go first overall. If you could have teams any. Is this, this
2: is a 10 team league. This is a 10 team
0: league. If you could have any player from any team.
1: Top ten. Well, the hope is that I can get Mookie Betts, Bryce Harper, Trey Turner. Assuming they're not there, somebody like Chris Bryant, somebody like Chris Sale, somebody like Joey Votto. One of those guys, honestly. Those are my
2: picks. I'm going to go with the guy who I think might, might be the best overall player in baseball. No Mike far, Clevenger.
1: Know.
2: Well, okay. Besides Mike Clevenger, who's totally going number one overall. <laughs> I mean... I think Nolan Arenado might be the best player in baseball. Yep. All around. Clap well,
1: I, I love me some Nolan Arenado. So, that guy, he's, he's a better good. third baseman defender than Machado. Let's yeah. just say. And, and he's, we probably, he's like, probably a better hitter. Oh, yeah. Dude, dude, smashes 40 home runs. He hits 130. He's like guys. 320. He's the best player in baseball. Besides uh, so so oh,
0: oh, no, oh, yeah, Mike every, Trout. Besides Mike Trout. Oh, yeah. Correct, Joe. So,
2: all right. Everyone, okay, uh, everything it, it, Disclaimer, whenever I say that, whenever I say that, it's Mike Trout is obviously the default number one. I mean, but besides Mike Trout, yeah, it's Nolan Arenado. So if he's going to be available, I'm going to snap him up.
0: All right. Um, one thing that I did want to talk about, um, that I forgot to mention a few minutes ago. A lot of leagues, um, we saw it in our mock draft tonight on uh on Yahoo Fantasy Sports. Shohei Otani is listed as both a batter and a pitcher. What do you think of Otani fantasy was? Pass. He's not on my team. All right, Shohei Otani. If he's available in late rounds, like the last round, I want be, him to
1: prove me wrong. I, I
2: don't
0: would think he will. exactly. I would say, let other teams run the risk with him. All right. Anything else you guys want to say before we wrap up this episode?
2: Um, I mean, besides, I, I got a couple things. I mean, Logan Morrison, come play Aircon. Uh, you're invited. Um. Mike Clevenger is the most underrated pitcher in baseball. Um, I mean, I like Clevenger. Oh, and Tanaka is going to win 18-plus games. Uh,
1: some of my predictions, I guess. I think that Brizzo will combine for 60 home runs. No, yeah. more than that, 70 home runs. We're throwing that number out there. Uh, and Stanton and Judge will hit 100. I think that... That's, yeah,
0: that's, I think easily on that. I'm not saying 100. I, I think they're going to hit a hundred. Do not put me on the record.
2: Put saying, me on the record. They're going to hit a hundred.
0: I say Judge, Stanton, Didi, Bird, and Sanchez
1: combine All right, for hundred and eighty. I'm going to say the Reds okay, are going to math on that one. The Reds are gonna win eighty five games this year. They don't. Think they're pitching. Right? Yes, they do. No, yes they, they do. Trust this process. Yes, they do. They got a whole lot of. Luis Castillo. Anthony injured Lafani. Um,
2: yeah. Crap. else am I
1: Robert Stevenson, he's not good. Uh and I'm missing two other pitchers who are pretty Homer solid. Bailey. Homer, Homer Bailey. Homer Bailey. All right, now he's trash. He's, he's not, not good. Who's other? Brandon Finnegan. Um, he's not good either. They, I know. Right, they, they don't have I mean, the pitching. All right. They're going to get their act together very soon, and they're going to prove you wrong. Bad they? players right, Amir can't do go Amir, Amir, Amir Garrett. Amir Garrett. Amir Garrett. They got Amir Garrett too. I'm telling you guys, the Reds are gonna win eighty five games. They are not going to win eighty five games. You
0: heard it here first. The Cincinnati Reds are gonna go on a run, they're gonna win eighty-five games. They could compete that. for a wild card spot. Aaron Watson Share had it on the On Base right. podcast first. For Aaron Watson Sharer and Max Toscano. I'm George Grothier. here. This has been the On Base Podcast, presented by Six Four One Media. We'll talk to you next week. Have a good night, everybody. No